Do my peas pop? No, you're pretty good about them. Once in a while they do, but it's fine. Huh. Fine. I see how it is. Fine. Fine. That's such a... It, such a damned with faint praise Fine. word, isn't it? Yeah. It sucks that it is because it could be a nice compliment. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. yeah I mean, it can be like... That's a fine-looking suit. Yeah. What a fine lady. What a fine lady. Yeah. But most of the time, it, it is used to merely express adequacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome to our fine podcast. Welcome. <laughs> hey, you know what's not fine? What's not fine? Speaking of, in episode number 17 of Nerd Namas, I'm Megan. I'm Jim. Um, yeah, I just had to do that. You know what's not fine? I've been swindled. You've been swindled. Yeah. By whom? Dairy Queen. By Dairy Queen? What happened? They're false promises. What? The blizzard thing. Uh Uh-huh. Remember how I said you could have a blizzard in a cone? Right. So this is what happened. This is how it went down. I was with my friends, and we were like, let's get ice cream. So I was like, I'm going to get a gosh darn blizzard in a cone. So we all got really excited about it, and um, we were in the drive-thru, and we were like, hey, can we get a blizzard and a cone? And they were like, yeah, we can do that. First, that should have tipped me off, because when they said it that way, it was like, uh, okay, sure. Like, it wasn't like a marketed product. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So I think... That maybe who, whoever I found this out from on the internet, I forget how I found this out, but it was like some Twitter or some sort of like, you know, I, I didn't really know the person personally, but I, I found out you could have them. And maybe it was like marketed in a different region or something and they don't quite have it in our area yet. Hmm. So anyway, this person was like, yeah, sure, we can do that. And so we're like, okay, so we get a blizzard and a cone and... um. I was really excited until I got it and ate it in about 30 seconds because it was not the same amount of blizzard that you normally get. Hmm. I was totally swindled. I paid 3.79 for like the smallest blizzard of my life. That's totally bogus. I wanted another one. I was so mad. <laughs> How wrong would that be? It was so just to just order wrong. two ice cream cones. Well, we were in the car and we were like yeah. this this is this sucks. We should go back. And then we were all like, ha, 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 ha. like none of us wanted to really admit that <laughs> right. we really wanted to go back. Where, whereas if any one of you would have been by yourselves, you totally would have been would have gone, back. gone back and been like, uh, I need a, another blizzard in the cone, or please. Like, it's for my uh, my nephew. Or like went to another nearby Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made have you ever made one of those those food runs where you get part of the meal from one place and then the rest of your meal from somewhere else? Yeah, like but I haven't done that in a while and I don't normally like fast food because it just all seems so guilty to me. Mhm. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> well, excuse I want me. a milkshake and a burger and fries, but a milkshake from Somewhere else, and burger and fries from this other place. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Sometimes you have to do that. But there's I'm not going to do that anymore. There is dignity at stake. There is dig- there is dignity at stake, but there is also dignity in stake. 
as opposed to getting fast food cheeseburgers. That's true. That's so true because you know what? You could spend a lot more but get a lot more and pay a lot less for your uh, health. Does that make sense? I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm having beer. We're recording this at night. I only had a half a beer. Well, you got to keep going. Come on. You got to pick up the pace. It's it's 8.46 p.m. It is. And you've only, you're only a half beer in. Well, I got interrupted. <sighs> yeah, it happens. I understand. I'm not going to give you too hard of a time. But that and beer better be done by the time we're done with the show. It'll be way done by the all time right. we're done. All right. So I, I want to go on record, speaking of all this food stuff. Uh, I'm going to go on record publicly and state, and this is serious. I'm not making this up. It's not a, it's not a bit. Okay. Uh, I am joining Weight Watchers. Nice. I've I've had enough of the fast food runs, mm-hmm. of the blizzards. Mm-hmm. I I am officially full and medically full. <laughs> <laughs> How does that feel? Uh, it's exciting. It will feel more exciting once I actually start losing some weight. Yeah, well, like, did you join yet? Is it just the online one? Or are you doing the one like going? I'm going to do meetings? I, I specifically sought out meetings and uh, and a friend of a friend of mine who is a fitness instructor. I was casually talking to her about it, and she's like, "Oh my god, I totally know this lady who's like the most awesome Weight Watchers team leader ever." And so she connected me with her, and my first meeting is next week. That's so exciting. So I'm totally stoked about that. And they, they should really sponsor this show because I can give a, a testimonial and say that Weight Watchers does work. I was on it years ago and I lost over 50 pounds. Really? And then I stopped and I gained it all back. And then did so. you? Yeah. Did you do the meetings then? Yeah. Okay. Because that, that's the thing. One time I tried to do, um, I recently lost some weight and before that happened, um, I was trying to do Weight Watchers too, and um, I tried just the online one, and it didn't really work because I think being online is part of the reason why I gained weight in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, doing online calculations wasn't really helping me because then I would just get distracted and go on Facebook or something, and then eat a bunch of pretzels, and yeah, yeah, it's just an excuse to spend even more time online, right? So that's good. Yeah, that's exciting. It is exciting. You're going to have to give us updates. I will. I, 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 I'm committed enough to this, this new direction in my life where I, I am more than willing to do that. And I will share them for better or worse. That's good. Yeah. And it's good. It, you should tell people, too, because I feel like a lot of times other people are not responsible, but um, uh, enablers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, the more people that know, the more people that can be, like, supporting you and mm-hmm. helping you yeah. instead of, you know, putting you in situations or whatever. Right. Yeah. No, it's that like, sense. you know, Jim's on Weight Watchers, so, like, don't offer him a brownie. For right. Dessert. Don't give him a blizzard and a cone. Right. Right. Or maybe maybe act, maybe the blizzard and the cone is a better choice for me, right? Because, because it's, it's a total rip off mm-hmm. compared to the regular one, and it's smaller. 
And you know what else too? The cone. Let's just talk about how much it wasn't as appetizing as I thought it would be. I'm. I feel really sad about this, but maybe it's a good thing because then I won't be getting them all the time. But like cones are stale mm. when they come from. Like I don't think people get cones very often. I really don't. You know, I think you're probably right there. about that. I think you're probably right about that. You know, here's a here's a piece of Dairy Queen lore that I heard years ago that that I've I should probably just Google this and would probably even save the the speculation that I'm about to make on the show, but I was told years ago that supposedly different Dairy Queen locations have different qualities of soft serve. What do you mean? Like, like they they have different they have different grades of like DQ Grill and Chill versus Dairy Queen. Well, no, I'm not even talking about like the 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 braziers versus whatever. I guess they don't even call them braziers anymore. It's like the Grill and Chill thing. But like they have different levels of quality of soft serve. Like the more the more popular the, the location was the more traffic that they got, they would get, like, the better grade ice cream. What? Seems fishy to me. That's not but right. But it came, it came from a trusted friend, and I think we need to figure this out. Maybe your trusted friend was duped. Maybe. Because that doesn't make sense, like, as a yeah. business plan. That's true. That seems like things would just get way too complicated for the mm-hmm. business. And it would be more expensive, almost, because you'd have to, like order smaller quantities you know and like you know you would have like different shipping addresses for all the different types of ice creams would have to like be organized in different ways Mm it would just be way easier to have one thing go to every place yeah although dairy queens might be franchises are they they are franchises ah so maybe that makes a difference yeah so i don't know this this bears uh, we need to like myth bust myth busters this like nerd busters nerd busters <gasps> <laughs> that's a new thing it's right? our new series awesome the nerd busters i just nerd busted the blizzard in a cone yeah i nerd busted it that that myth was busted busted nerded nerded <laughs> it's been nerded oh my god this is totally happening so our next our next Nerd Buster is going to be your your mission. Yep. To find out that about Dairy yep, Queen. Yep, the Dairy Queen soft serve myth. Okay. And uh, yeah, we're on it. So our first two Nerd Busters are about Dairy Queen. Yeah. That's okay. You know, you mentioned that maybe it was a test market item or something. It's a very fascinating phenomenon. Before I get too much further, I, I promise we'll eventually get to like at content in the show. Yeah, but like this is stuff. good. Um, it is good. Uh, test marketing in restaurants. It, it, always fascinating to me how you can go to certain parts of the country or whatever and get these these different food items. Mm-hmm. And being in Ohio, uh, we're really kind of in the heart of test markets for McDonald's and right. for Wendy's. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff that you can get around here that you can't get in other parts of the country. True that. And most of the time they're garbage. Sometimes they're pretty good. What's the examples? Well, let me tell you the favorite the favorite regional 
Well, there's there's test market stuff, and then there's also um, regional time limited menu items. Like one example for McDonald's would be the McRib. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've never had it because it looks disgusting, in my opinion. I would never eat that. Mm. Have you? You've had it. I'm guessing because you just talked about it in a way that sounded like you loved it. Well, I think. I think I've gotten my fill of, of the McRib. It just looks gross. Yeah, I'm sorry. it looks totally gross. It looks gross. Yeah. I don't even know what it tastes like, but it looks gross. Yeah. Yeah. But let me, let me tell you about the, the, best, the best one that I think they've ever had. And I haven't, I haven't had it or seen it at a McDonald's in probably like 15 years. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm coughing again. I'm so sorry. You should have a um, beer. I should. No, don't. Here's <laughs> calories. That's true. I'm having a diet, diet iced tea. I'll oh, be okay. So they had a quarter pounder melt. Hmm. What did it, what's. And you- so it was a quarter pounder patty on a mm-hmm. sesame seed bun, grilled onions, and melted cheddar cheese. Like Ooh. a cheddar-type sauce. Yeah, that sounds good. It was really, really, really good. That now, sounds- they've, they've actually had something similar, in Ohio at least, in the last couple of months. They had, and they, they, were, they were only like a dollar, but it was like, a, like the regular cheeseburger-sized one with, uh, with grilled onions and like a slice of white cheddar cheese. Ooh, white cheddar. I like yeah. white cheddar. And it was okay, but this one that they had, oh, you know what? It wasn't the 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 quarter pounder melt. It wasn't a sesame seed bun. It was a rye bun. Oh, stop. And it was it was so good. Stop right now. That like, sounds awesome. If I had if I had the TARDIS <laughs> and could travel in time and relative dimensions in space, one of those times would be to to get to Akron, Ohio, to get one of those freaking quarter pounder melts. Well, I'm dude, sorry. make one. Yeah, you could make that. That's yeah, three three ingredients. Mm-hmm. Well, four if you yeah. count the bun. I can't do it anymore though. I'm doing the Weight Watchers thing. It's true, but I could have like a half a one maybe. You could have it without the bun. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that's. That's very true um, about the test market thing. But you know what? Like, I've, like I said before, and I'll say it again, I'm not the biggest fast food fan. You know, um, I always feel horrible after I eat it. And sometimes I'll go for stretches where I have it like once a week and it makes me feel gross. Mm. And if I did have to choose one place, it would be Wendy's because I like their chicken sandwich. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fast food eater. Well, good that's, for you. That's my story. Keep it I don't, that way. I don't mean to be self-righteous. No, that's fine. I mean, that's that's a good lesson to all it doesn't, of us. It doesn't have to do with, it doesn't have to do with the, the unhealthy... Well, it does. But it more has to do with, like, my tastes. Yeah. I mean, you just feel bad after you eat it. And it just tastes... Like, I could make a better burger, you know? Right. Right. I don't know. Do you like turkey so burgers? I do like turkey burgers, yes. I was at my parents' house this past weekend for um, 
my friend's wedding and my dad was traveling one night and he hates turkey burgers. So my mom and I totally made them and they were really good because mm-hmm. she like never gets to have them because my dad hates them. So she doesn't make them very often. Have you ever had the, uh, the Morningstar Farms burgers? Yeah. Um, I have also had their um, chicken. They're like fake chicken. Mm-hmm. It's good. good. I used to, I used to get those all the time. Have you ever had their fake corn dog? No, the fake but I, corn dog is the bomb. That sounds it's good. Just as good as a real corn dog. That sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, totally good. Awesome. So we got to we had to talk about some stuff this week. Yeah, because this is the last the last bit of um, Battlestar. Yep. Kiss that franchise goodbye. Let's kiss it and say goodbye. Um, <laughs> those sounded sloppy. that's funny um (laughs) no okay so battlestar galactica i watched like friggin five episodes Mm -hmm. and i gotta tell you oh (laughs) i'm sorry toonie just made the most old man noise ever yeah I was like Battlestar, and she was like, <laughs> "That's funny." You sure okay. she didn't fart? No, it wasn't a fart. It was a grumble. She's very vocal. Okay, anyway, so <sighs> I'm being distracted. Battlestar. I kind of felt a little bit neutral when it ended. Hmm. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, people. People in general were not super satisfied with the ending. Really? Yeah. I thought maybe it was just because I hadn't seen enough of it. No, it's not. It's not just you. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure for for you, it, you were probably a little bit disconnected from it just because you hadn't seen everything, and that's understandable. But I think people just didn't really dig the whole religion tie-in at the end. Yeah, with Starbucks and Angel. And the the inner Baltar and inner six are angels. Like, what is the inner Baltar thing? Because I didn't. I'm confused. There, I have so many questions. I hope you can answer them. I hope so. Okay, so you just kind of answered the one. Starbuck is just an angel, but like, I don't know how. The only reason I know she found her body is because I saw the previously on Battlestar clip. So right. like. Do you remember how that happened? She said something about like she found her body and it was like 2000 years old or something mm-hmm. or like, so this whole time she's been an angel or was it like, cause like, was there some sort of mission? Where'd she find her body? I'm confused. So if I remember correctly, what happens is she finds, she goes on a mission and she finds they find Earth. They find our Earth. They find our Earth. Well, because like that's okay. let's let's not even call it our Earth. Let's just say they they find Earth. What they what they fully believe is was the, Earth. The Earth of legend. Right. And it's it's post apocalyptic civilization is is long gone there they find 
they find remnants of cities and it's it's familiar places and it's all familiar places to us yeah familiar to us and it was all destroyed thousands of years ago or or whatever and as i recall i think she found her crashed ship and her body in a viper on that earth okay yes that's that's what it seemed to say right when when did this happen did this happen okay when this happened was this during um season three or the beginning of season i think this was the beginning of season four okay so at that point they're off new caprica (gasps) they are you know still in pegasus and galactica right Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Adama is cap is the commander of Pegasus. Yep. Uh, he's married, but his wife seems to have died. Right. Because she's not around. I don't know when that happens. Uh, Starbuck is married, but her husband becomes this like comatose computer chip. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't know when that happens. Yeah, his hard drive crashes or something. I mean, he's Yeah, he's comatose and then they put him So is he a Cylon? He's one of the final 5. Yes. Yeah. But when they put him in the tank, he's comatose. They put him in the tank and it basically turns him into a high, one of the hybrids of, right. effectively. Oh. Part human, part Cylon? Yeah. See, I'm so freaking confused. I was talking to a friend about Battlestar like two weeks ago, and this was before I was about to watch season three. And uh, this friend was wondering, you know, why? Because she really likes the series. And I was like, I kind of hate it. And we were talking about it and I was like, but I only watch certain episodes and she was like, why that doesn't make any sense. And then, you know, she was wondering why we do it this way on this podcast. That's a good question. I'm not sure. (laughs) I mean, I kind of, when I first, when she first said that my gut reaction was to kind of be offended. Um, cause I was like, well, that's the way it works. Like I see something that I've never seen. And the whole point of the show is that I have to be kind of confused, you know, um, so that you can describe it or so that I could seem novisophus, you know? And then after a while I thought about it and I was like, well, actually that's a good question. <laughs> well, I think it's, I, I, I think it's that, but it's also the simple fact that we want to be able to talk about these shows but we don't have 75 weeks yeah just for Battlestar yeah and if we we theoretically could but it's like do we want to be a Battlestar podcast for a year and a half right probably not no we don't and um you know so so now I'm thinking about it in that way and I'm wondering like had I had had I seen this in a better, you know, fully had I fully seen this this show, would I feel differently about it? But because I think the first thing we did when I did Star Trek, it wasn't really like that because it's not as much of an overarching plot 
as this is, obviously. Right. You probably felt this way when you watched Buffy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I just feel, I think I feel the, weird. I think the difference being I I really liked Buffy, whereas this is, you're sort of like, meh, meh, meh. Yeah. But it's the, it, you're, you're right. I mean, point taken, it's sort of, you're, you're missing, you are missing out on a lot. Yeah. I'm just really confused about like who people are. I'm confused about, um, well, like, I don't even know how the Cylons became like allies. I don't know how the Centurions became involved. There's there's a rebel faction of Cylons. What are they rebelling? Like the Cylons, because you know, like when they first talk, the I guess the Cylons at first are saying that this is like a, a mission for their. What's their main goal? Their main goal is to survive, right? Right. To somehow make sure their species survives. Um, so they go about it in a way that's rather violent. So that's, is that kind of like what causes the division amongst them? It's sort of a religious civil war that, that so, happens within the... So some of them are religious and some of them aren't? Well, some of them are more zealous about it than others. And the ones who are more zealous are the ones who are rebelling. The ones who are less zealous actually are the ones who are rebelling. But like the number six seems very zealous. I guess she's well, not which zealous. one though? That's where I'm also confused. <laughs> yeah. Because there's the one who's like ultra, ultra blonde who's been there all along. She's like super white blonde mm-hmm. you know she's like extra blonde um that's well that's <laughs> talking head, hair color that's head six yeah she's the one who was appearing to gaius in the beginning and right. she's the one who like they do the flashbacks she's the one who um gets him to give her the um the codes and she's the one who helps his father and everything mm-hmm. she is she the same one that's with gaius when they're rescuing hera mm, no because I think she Let me is. Think about this for a second. It's the same haircut and hair color, and you know how they sometimes like sort of change her hair a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's the same one. I think it. I think it's the original, because they were sharing flashbacks, kind of like towards the end. I'm just yeah. Confused. It's you know what I, I'm trying to think here, and I'm I'm looking really fast. See, here's here's the thing too, and just in general is. This this show in particular is probably the worst case scenario for our show format. Yeah. I don't think that there are any other TV series that would be as bad or worse than this one in terms of selectively watching episodes. Yeah. And then trying to understand and fall in love with them right it's really hard yeah because i'm confused about her i'm confused about gaius he's not president he's like a religious cult almost leader and um and then starbuck has she i i guess i kind of interrupted myself has she been an angel all along 
or is she like did she like die that, that's where I, how come they saw earth 2000 years ago and then they came back to earth again later and it was like the dawn of civilization well because it's a cycle that repeats itself that was that was the point so to let let me step back here and, and try to address a, a couple of these things it is uh it is caprica six who helps in the rescue Caprica six and and head six are not really the same, but they're the most closely related, I guess you could say. Um, so there's that. As far as as Starbuck goes, I'm googling. Okay, I'm. Googling. It's just it's so hard to understand. Like I was watching watching these flashbacks happen. Um. In the flashback that Starbuck was kind of having um, is when Lee comes over to meet her and has dinner with her and her and his brother um, who hasn't died yet. And um, they all get really drunk and Zach passes out and Lee and Starbuck like almost get something going and then they stop. And then Lee like stumbles home and then there's like that pigeon in his house. Right. Is that like There's some weird symbolism symbol? in the show. Yeah. Like I'm not smart enough to understand I don't Star. Know That's kind of what it comes down to. I'm think, too freaking stupid for this I show. I think I would get it if I saw the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm looking I found a thing online and it says one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest mysteries going into the finale was about Starbuck. At the end of season three, she died and miraculously returned, having been to Earth. Then she found her viper and her own dead body on Earth, prompting the famous question, "What am I?" Then we learned that as a child, her absentee father taught her to play all along the watchtower on the piano. After the finale. We still don't know any more about these mysteries than we did before. So yeah. I guess she wasn't an angel. She wasn't an angel the whole time, but she dies at the end of season three. Okay. And then she finds herself on Earth. So how she die and how... Th- uh, I'm still confused. I shouldn't have had a beer before we did this. <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the beer. Fuzzled. It's no. not the beer. It's the show. And she, 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 Okay. 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 <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> she goes <laughs> Let I'm me ask to, you a question. <laughs> let me just figure this out. No, okay. She goes she goes to Earth in like some kind of mission or something. She she has to go to Earth and then she dies. Right. And then she f- when does she find her body? Like later that day? <laughs> like I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't wanna do this anymore. I'm sober and I'm confused too. Oh, I just want to go home. I am home. Whatever. Starbucks an angel. I accept it. Something, something. She died. And then she found herself. Why all along the watchtower? Why couldn't they just make up a melody? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Also, Laura Roslin. I found out that she was staying alive because she was being injected with like Something from Hera's blood was keeping her alive. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I looked that up. Hmm. 
And then she stopped doing that. I don't know. So then she died. Yeah. And um, Adama like took her all around Africa in the ship before she died. So she could like have a happy end to her life. And then she dies and then he buries her. And then he just kind of like stays alone. I don't understand why he had to split up from his son. That was weird. And then it just, I, I don't know. Right. What do you, what do you want from me? What am I supposed to say? I don't understand this show. That was one of the things that bothered me when I saw it when it aired the first time was like with, with Lee and, and his father, it's like, they're, they're the last two family members they have. You would sort of think that you'd want to spend. Yeah. This is, this is how I felt when I, I never finished watching lost, but I did see some key episodes and I know like I read a lot of like, summaries on it after because i didn't feel like sitting through it mm-hmm. and i wanted to know and this is the same way that i felt when i did that it, it's it's a combination of like oh okay and also like a little bit of um so what happens then <laughs> right. you know like yeah. there's like this combination of knowing mm-hmm. what happens and also having no idea what happens whatsoever yeah i need to go back to english class in high school and just sit around with a smarter person than me and learn about it and discuss it and come up with theories and then write a paper. Yeah. Well, the sad, (laughs) the sad thing is theoretically that person should have been me, but, but I am, but you're also, I'm just as baffled by it as freaking anybody. And it's, (sighs) this was all kind of an epic fail, you know, in a way. Um, cause like, like I said, this, the show really is kind of like the worst case scenario in terms of being able to understand it if you haven't seen every single episode and, and even if a person had seen every episode of battles, Battlestar, there was still a lot of things that were open to interpretation or were just simply symbolic things like the bird and, and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so for that, my apologies to, to you and to the, no, I, I don't the viewers. think that that's your fault at all because I've heard from other people too, that have seen this that are, you know, they're kind of the same. They're like, Oh, it's just kind of what it is, you know? Yeah. I th- I think just in the future though, we'll probably, we we might want to be a little bit more selective in terms of choosing things that are comprehensible in chunks or yeah. in in sampling yeah so um uh i guess i mean i'm glad we did this because i did want to know a little bit about what the series was about um Honestly, I'm not intrigued enough to go back and watch the rest of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to forever be asking people that I know that I've seen it. I'm just going to always be like, oh, yeah, that show. Have you seen it? You have? Cool. Tell me everything you know. <laughs> like, right. I just want somebody to explain more. I just want more opinions. I want, I want to know more about what's going on. And it's not like it's your fault. I'm just saying like more theories about it. Because I think 
I think maybe it is one of those shows where it's about interpretation more and um, it's kind of more of a statement of um, curiosity rather than like just the facts. Right, right. So, well, the, the, the overall implication at, at the end of the show is, is basically that history, history has repeated itself and that's why, that's why they found an earth and it was destroyed and then they find this other planet which has life on it. And they integrate themselves into that developing culture. And in the um, in the final scene with Head Six and Head Baltar talking, they're walking down the street talking. Um, there's all the news stories about mitochondrial Eve, right? Which is Hera, right? So it's. So the moral me... of the story is history repeats itself. Maybe the choices that the Galactica crew made will break the cycle because things had happened before. Maybe it breaks the cycle and we're all Cylons and God did it. Yeah. So when they found the other the earth that um, Starbuck was on dead. Was that like, basically they're saying that history repeats itself so much. Like there's going to be the same cities developed kind of, and like the same robotic technology evolving. And like, yeah. So it's exactly the same. Right. Maybe, maybe some, maybe some variation, some variation, the same. So it's like familiar. Okay. That kind of clears up some stuff because I was thinking like, is there like space time travel? Like, you know, like time loop or something like that? Like what's going on? But that makes more sense. It's not just history repeats itself in a vague way. It's actually in a pretty detailed way. It repeats itself. Um, And we, we, we always think that we're being so innovative, but really this has happened before. And you know, maybe slight, slight choices that we make might vary it enough, you know, like you said, to break the cycle or it might not, it might happen all over again. Mm -hmm. And that would, that was one of the things with, uh, Saul and Ellen were together. They were together in a past life Mm -hmm. in one of the flashbacks. And I don't remember that flashback. I don't know if I saw that. Yeah. But I, I mean, I kind of figured they're, they're Cylons. They have always, they're kind of like a pair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One question I have, um, what about Baltar? I don't understand how Baltar had like, you know, like you said, head Baltar. I don't understand how there, he was picturing, he was um, uh, hallucinating or whatever. He was seeing himself. Caprica 6 was seeing him. So he would, he would see a six and she would see a Baltar. And then eventually he could also see her Baltar. When was she seeing Baltar? In the last, last half of the fourth season, I think. 
I'm not sure exactly when that when like that when, started. When she started working with them, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so it was like they were separately imagining and then their imaginations kind of went together. Right. Like the yeah, like their their imagination ones could see each other and then eventually like real Baltar could see them both or some damn thing like and that. And then at the and then at the end, yeah, the, it was like Cylon projection kind of. Yeah, yeah. At the end, um he said something like she said something like God's plan or whatever and he said it doesn't like to be called that. Right. What does that mean? Well, I think it the the joke there is just that God is is neither a he or a she and you know, whatever religious sort of thing. So it was just kind of like, there's no, there's no like per- person God. It's yeah, like I, I think destiny or something. Well, no, I, I think it is. I, I think the idea is sort of just when you're, when you're God, you don't even think of yourself as God or something. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it it did kind of become very religious in the end. I don't know what the, the point of was that with that. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what the point was with that. How was, you know, I don't understand how. I think it's all just kind of, well, again, this is kind of why people weren't, super happy with it but it it really in a way it's it's just kind of an extension of all of the religious aspects of it that had carried through the entire series where you remember back maybe in like the first episode of us talking about this we talked about how the Cylons were monotheists and the humans weren't yeah and the Cylons were all about this is God's plan, and and if 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 Cylons are going to have babies, then it's because God wants us to, and and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So to to me, it's just kind of more of the same when it comes to to that line of of thinking. Yeah. Now, whether or not I think that 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 rationale is enjoyable in a science fiction series, I don't know. But it's, I mean, it's an interesting spin on it. If you if you think about it, there's there's a lot of sci-fi that is is a futuristic take on a Jesus story on well Jesus stories and just modern takes on current societal issues. Right. Star Trek being the classic example of that, where so many episodes of Star Trek were dealing with social issues, right. like racism or, or whatever. And this is just sort of the same same kind of thing, dealing with, with religion in in an allegory kind of to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's very um I, I wonder how many doctoral candidates wrote their thesis paper on this show i would imagine somebody who was along that line of thinking could probably get a lot of mileage out of this show oh yeah i'm sure that like a masters of divinity student could totally write their thesis on this mm-hmm. oh for sure it's like a huge collection of different philosophies yeah there's a lot going on mm-hmm. i'm i'm kind of I, I feel like maybe if I had watched this while I was still in college, like where my brain was kind of um, greased up and already churning a lot of debating issues and thinking a lot, <laughs> I might have gotten it a little <laughs> bit better. <laughs> right. But I feel like my brain has been not working as hard mm-hmm. over the past few years. And maybe I'm just out of practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. That's kind of that's kind of why I go back and forth about do I want to go back to school or not because I feel like my brain is dying and it needs <laughs> to be revived. Well, it's and it's good to have shows that make you think rather than just sitting in front of the boob tube and just being a couch potato zombie about them. No, totally. So that's that's really that's really good and and really healthy. Yeah. But I also think that this show maybe kind of goes to the extreme of the writers being too clever for their own good. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of striking me as not that, like, I I do like shows that make me think, and I think I can get that out of Buffy, and I can get that out of Star Trek, you know? This kind of show, and I don't want to make this statement because I haven't seen enough of it, but it almost strikes me as pretentious and... Um, a little bit too fakely philosophical for me. Like some sort of person who was, I don't, I, I don't know how to say this without being like offensive. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's almost like an atheist writing a show about religion. Yeah. Like I've met people who are academics and these are not any of my friends. Like these aren't people that I'm friends with. So if any of my friends are listening, I'm not like secretly talking about you. That's not the case, but I've met people who are academics who live in this world of academia where they don't know anything about the real world or how people really live because you know, everything's about whatever theory they want to think about or they write a paper and all they care about is how they're proving themselves in this paper or who's going to read their paper and agree with them or disagree with them or how can they be, you know, politically correct all the time yet not really understand how people really function and live. You know, they don't really live in the real world because they're so involved in this, intellectual environment that they don't see the struggles and the the real the real things that people go through Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean no i know totally what you mean so i think i i almost feel like this show is written by one of those people like they want to be as deep as possible but they don't really know what they're talking about well um 
Ron Ron Moore, the the guy who was primarily responsible for the the revamp of Battlestar, you know, certainly is a incredibly intelligent, deep writer. Uh, before he worked on Battlestar, he wrote a ton of uh, Star Trek episodes. He did a lot of the Deep Space Nine. See, and this is why I, I didn't want to talk too much because I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> well, it's not. It, if anyone's offended, it's it's only they're only offended because somebody else has a differing opinion, which I think is a is a BS reason to be offended. But he wrote a ton of great stuff, and Battlestar, by and large, is is a really compelling story. But I think it just it goes. It goes too deep. Yeah. It just goes too far. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Yeah. It does. I mean he's 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 great. The show is great. It just it's just like thinking too hard about something simple. Right. Or something that doesn't have to be so complicated. Right, exactly. Just go take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop thinking so much. You know, like, you can think about stuff, you can debate stuff, you can come up with opinions. Obviously, that's really important. But this is why I bring up those academics that are like that. And there aren't, they're, they're not all like that, obviously, but there are a few that are. Right. They're so wrapped up in this idea of being intellectual that it's like, just open your eyes for a second, you know? And that's kind of how I feel, like maybe the show is but i can't really form a real opinion because i haven't seen it all but yeah it's just it's thinking too hard you're going too deep that's just drop it live life <laughs> so i've i've ruined battlestar for you you're no, welcome you <laughs> did not and no i know but I, I mean i think this is a good i think we did a good job covering it because you know it's it's a hard, like we said, it's a hard show to cover in this format. And I got the gist of it. I mean, I'm not stupid. I, under, I understand the gist of it, you know. And I, and I get kind of like what they're trying to do. I think I was just mostly confused with some of the timeline of it. And like what was going on with some of the characters. But overall, I mean, I think I get the show. For the most part. Yeah. So... I don't think we got. I don't think we ruined it. I think it ruined itself. <laughs> Take that, that'll star. <laughs> I kind of want to watch the 1978 version, like really bad. Yeah. I want to see how involved that one gets. Not very. <laughs> which might which make means it I a might perfect like palate <laughs> cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. There's an episode of the the 78 series that's western themed. Yes. And and the 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 sheriff of the western town is a Cylon. Oh, that's awesome! Is a centurion basically? It's pretty wacky. Is Starbuck an angel? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a cigar smoking womanizer, as he should be. Oh, oh my god! So stupid. Yeah, I want to watch Buffy again. Yeah, seriously. If we were going to do a podcast for a year and a half, or it would, two, it would take even longer with Buffy. It would be about Buffy. We'd oh, just God. do Buffy. Let's do it. Don't tempt me. 
nerd novice Buffy. What would the name be? It'd be like a series on nerd novice. It'd be like a side project. Right. We could have guests come in and, and like watch an episode with us. Mm-hmm. We should do that, by the way. We could do that. Not just, just Buffy, but I mean guests. Yeah. Spice we, it up a little. We've had people offer. Who? I don't want to say. Oh, okay. Because we just, might never have them. You just tell me later, though. Yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and um, and the, they, they would all be fun guests. I'm not, I'm not withholding the information because I don't think they would be good. Well, you're be withholding cool. it because we can't reveal anything. Right. Got to have some surprises. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, so I, I'm glad that I got to watch the last five episodes because I think it was really important for me to see the end instead of, you know, like the beginning of season four and then the end of season four. Right. So I'm glad that you assigned those episodes. It was it was a better idea than doing like, you know, beginning and the end. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was. I'm I'm glad that you you felt that was, the right call. Yeah. It's really hard to watch five episodes of something in a week, though. True, so especially think, when you only do it the two days before you record the podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I think maybe in the future again, uh, an adjustment for for other shows would be to try to to make the viewing assignments a little bit more reasonable. Well, not we only had, for ourselves but for the audience too who We actually had 2 weeks to do that, don't forget. Cuz we had the um Star Trek episode. Yeah, we did. So that's that was true. totally my fault. Yeah. That's okay. It's still a lot. Yeah. Still a lot. Um all right, so any other comments on Battlestar? I think I'm good. I'm good too. Um oh, uh Blood and Chrome is a spin-off little mini series that deals with young Adama during the Cylon War. Oh, cool. highly recommended. It's excellent. What about Caprica? Have you seen that one? I've seen a couple episodes of Caprica. When does that take place? It takes place before the Cylon War. It's about the creation of the Cylons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Some people really dug it. The, peop- the people who, who liked Battlestar really liked Caprica. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I saw a couple episodes. It was cool, but it didn't suck me in enough to keep watching. Gotcha. If I if I were going to give the the final thought of of Battlestar, the reimagining is is a is a very great attempt to bring validity and bring substance to an idea that was an originally a great concept, but maybe lacked a little substance. Yeah. And in that regard, I think New Battlestar deserves a tremendous amount of respect. Yeah. They saw they saw a storyline that was potentially awesome 
right. and did a lot with yeah. it. Yeah, they 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 figured out the essence of the show and and took it much further than any of the original people could have possibly imagined. Right. Overall, certainly very very ambitious writing. All the performances are great. Visually the show is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It sounds great, good music, uh, on and on. Yeah. If I were going to choose between New Battlestar and Old Battlestar, I'd still have to just say that I prefer the original Battlestar telemovie. Mm-hmm. Which is is primarily out of nostalgia, admittedly. Mm-hmm. But, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay too. That's I guess. legitimate. Yeah, I mean that's a legitimate reason. Um, do you know what channel this aired on? Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was wondering. And the original was on ABC. Okay. Yeah. They did air some episodes. Of Battlestar on of New Battlestar on NBC. I think they were trying to to get it to catch on as like a mainstream major network show, mm-hmm. but that never really never really took. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I think maybe it's more for science fiction fans. Yeah. Yeah. So Battlestar, Battlestarred, done. Yep. <laughs> Galactica. <laughs> uh, um. So what? What's? Oh, I just bumped into my mic. What's our plan then, Jim? Well, I think it's your turn to to give me some assignments. I've I've had it. I've been on easy street for the, like the last month and a half. Yeah, you have. Because I suck, and I should have been rewatching these, but I didn't. Well, you had so, a nice little vacation there. Yeah, didn't you? seriously. You did all the hard work for for the last quite a few shows. But now it's it's my turn, and I haven't. I've never seen The Princess Bride. Oh, I'm so excited! So that's going to be our thing for next week. Jim watches The Princess Bride and asks Megan a bunch of stupid questions about it. I don't think you're going to have any questions. I think we're just going to talk about it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go right now on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? I think it is. It is. I don't think it is on Netflix. It is on Amazon uh, Instant Video for rental. Oh. But so I it's going to it be. It was on Netflix. Well, check because. Uh, unavailable. Unavailable. It was, it was on yeah. for a while, but. That's fine. I'll I'll spend the three dollars on the rental. I mean, I have the DVD, but I don't know when I'm going to see you next. Yeah, I'm not going to see you in time for me to watch it. Yeah, because I'm coming yeah. to. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, yeah, you do that. Yep. It'll be awesome. You're going to love it. Yeah, I've, it, this is one of these movies where I've heard people reference it and do bits about it for years, but I've and I've known where it comes from. But I've never actually seen the source material. Right. So you're, you gotta, 
You're you're a novice. I you am a on novicibusit. Yep, and we need uh we're gonna have to nerd bust. Nerd bust the DQ. Yeah. We'll have to come up with a new nerd buster every week. That'll be fun. Yeah. Think of something for, for next week and uh two weeks from now or two episodes from now will be book club, which is Marvel's the graphic uh, novel from Alex Ross and Kurt Busiek. I'm so pumped. Yeah. I saw Iron Man three. We have to talk about that. We, we should do. Talk, we should talk about that next week. You want to save that for next week? Well, I mean, we could do that and Princess Bride. We could do both. Okay. So, you know, that'll be perfect then because that will give even more of an opportunity for people who haven't seen it to go see it. Yeah. So that uh, we can have a spoiler-laden discussion. Yeah. Go see Iron Man 3. Yeah. Go see Iron Man 3. And you need to go see Star Trek. Star Trek. Trek. I know. I do. I'm going to see that. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I got to see it. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Yeah. Send us a tweet at Nerd Novice. Hang out with us. Tell us what you think. We want to hear from you. It's been kind of dead lately on the other side. So, a little bit, a little bit. Come on. It's a it's a trickle, but we need to we need to crank up the stream a little. And I've had some people tell me that they love the show and they all say it in private, but you know what? You need to Preach that. Preach it on the street corners. Say it loud. Say it proud. Say it out loud. Yep. Um, so you can tweet us at Nerd Novice or send us an email at nerdnovice at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the show and enjoy it, please, please, please do us a solid and rate the show on iTunes. More importantly, tell your friends. Say, hey, there's this wacky show I listen to. Where Super they talk wack. about food and then casually mention science fiction at the end. Right. Or some other nerdy thing. So tell your friends about it. Get them listening. If you want to get in touch directly with either one of us, uh, I'm Jay Metzendorf on Twitter. Yep, I'm Megan Paletti. Yeah. But you know what? Just nerd novice it because we got to yeah. pump that up. Yeah, nerd novice it. Yeah, we both read that. Like a million times a day. We're waiting for you. Sometimes I just check on Twitter on my app just in case it didn't give me a little badge notification. Mm-hmm. And I go check to see if there's anything. Yeah. So you don't yeah. disappoint me, people. Don't disappoint. Don't disappoint the Megster. It's true. Megatron. Yeah. That's right. All right, Megatron. This is Optimus Prime signing out. Peace out from the space addict. <laughs>